You're listening to a podcast from York City Church. If you like what you hear and you'd like to find out more, please visit our website at www.yorkcitychurch.org.uk. So, hi, explorers, minis, hello, welcome. Are the minis in here too? Is everyone in here? Yeah, yeah, all right, amazing. So, you get the massive, massive privilege of listening to me speak this morning. <laughs> and in honour of you guys, I've decided to cut my sermon short by about an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, so uh, it's really, really cool. And, you know, I was a little bit worried because I know that you guys are cool. And I thought, well, what can I do to sort of make a sermon a little bit more cool? So I thought about doing a rap. And then I thought, nah. <laughs> I'll ask Pete Roderick to do it. Rap. And then I thought, nah, 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 nah. And I thought I could do a dance, and I'll ask Mike Cronwell to dance. But then I thought, nah, maybe not. Or I could dance. Anyway, the reality is that there's no way that I could try and make myself cool because I'm just not cool. So you're just going to have to forgive me for that. Um, but I do need your help. So could you just stand up if you are explorers, mighties, minis? Everyone stand up. You can stand on your chair if you like. I don't really care. Stand up. Stand up, stand up. Hello, there we go. Noah, hello, mate. Nice to see you over there. Happy Easter. Hey, Rusty. Uh, so, okay, going to give you a little heads up. At points in my... You, did, you took me seriously. Uh, I hope your shoes are clean. At points in my sermon, I'm going to need you to say something really, really loudly, okay? And there's quite a few. There's quite a few times it's going to come up. Okay, when you hear me say the word kaboom... I want you to say, all of, all, of the, uh, all of the children, all of the young people, I want you to shout, kaboom, back as loud as you can. So let's, you know, if I just say kaboom. Kaboom! Utterly, utterly rubbish. <sighs> well, I know you did, but everyone, that, that was here. Everybody down that end of the room was kind of like this, this rumble. Okay, let's try it again. If I said, said the word kaboom... Yeah, okay, that'll, that'll do, okay? Now, the thing is, I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to say kaboom. You're just going to have to... Oh. So now let's hear Pete rap. No, no, we don't want the Fresh Prince. Thank you. So, okay, right. You're going to have to pay attention because it could be coming any minute. So happy Easter. Um, I wanted to ask you a question to start off with. What do you talk about the most in your house? What do you guys talk about? What do you talk about the very most? You don't know. Nothing. You don't talk in your house. You don't ever talk. Okay, go on there. So what do you talk about the most? Building work. (laughs) All right, that's cool. Is that, is that, if, if that's the answer, was the question, what did your mum and dad talk about the most then? They're like, ah, okay, go on then, buddy. What did you. Family, okay, that's nice. You talk about family. Well, in our house, it's a moment of revelation here. We probably talk about fishing, Manchester United, and food, probably. Well, I mean, that's at least that's what Zachary and me talk the most about. Susanna, when she gets a moment 
to kind of have a conversation with us when we're not talking about those things, talking about other things. But those are the things that we talk about the most. Do you know what the first Christians talked about, though? The first Christians talked the most about Easter, or at least they talked the most about what happened at Easter. And now we've watched a little video and we've sung some songs, and so we kind of know a little bit about what happened at Easter, don't we? And the first Christians talked about Good Friday, and they talked about how Jesus became king on the cross on Good Friday. And they talked about how God raised Jesus from the dead on the third day after he died. They talked about the resurrection. Now, I want to prove it to you so that you don't just take it from me that that's what they talked about. I'm going to show you really, really, really quickly a load of places in the Bible where, they, where the first Christians talked about Easter, or they talked about what happened at Easter. And they're all, all these places are from a part of the Bible called Acts. And if your mum and dad have got a Bible, you can, look up, you can look it up later on if you want. You can look at Acts. Acts tells the story of how the news about Easter and the news about Jesus went from being a handful of people who were a bit afraid to spreading all around the world. And it's a really exciting, dynamic story. But here's a load of places where they talked about Easter. So in Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost, Peter, one of Jesus' best friends, stood up and talked about how God raised Jesus from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death. And then Peter again, in chapter 3, told a crowd of people, you killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. And then in Acts chapter 4, Peter again, speaking to some religious leaders, said, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. Okay, you begin to get the message here, okay? Acts 4 again, with great power, the apostles, that was some of the people that Jesus sent out into the world to tell the news about the death and resurrection of Jesus. With great power, they continued to testify, to speak, to tell the story about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 5. This is Peter again telling some religious leaders that the God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on a cross. And then in Acts chapter 10, the very first non-Jewish family to become Christians, Cornelius and his household, Peter says they killed him by hanging him on a cross, but God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. Now, we switch away from Peter now. Paul, in Acts 13, God raised him from the dead. This is Paul speaking to some Jews in a place called Pisidian Antioch, which you can look for where that is later on. And then in Acts 17, Paul says, oh, well, Paul went into the synagogue. That's the place where it's like a church, for, for a church building that Jews used to meet in the synagogue. He reasoned with them with the, from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. And then again in Acts 17, this is in Athens, in Greece. Has anyone been to Greece on holiday? Is anyone going to Greece on holiday? In Athens, in Greece, Paul spoke to some really brainy people and he said, look, God's, God will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He's talking about Jesus. He's given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. You see, the first Christians couldn't stop talking about Easter. They talked about Jesus dying, but they talked 
probably more about Jesus being raised from the dead. Now, we know that Jesus became king on Good Friday, and Jesus was raised from the dead on Easter Sunday. And that's what the first Christians talked about. But how come, why could they not stop talking about it? A man called Paul wrote a letter to his friends in a church in Rome. Now, here's the thing about Paul's letters and the Bible's letters. They're not emails, and they're not WhatsApp or anything like that. They're not tapped out on a device. They were scratched on something called papyrus. It was like a plant leaf and scratched with ink and took a long, long time. It was very, very expensive, and it was all written. Does anyone know what language Paul's letters were written in? Any of you guys? Yeah, what do you reckon? A special kind of language, yeah? I think you're probably right. Does anyone know? Sophia, what do you think? Greek! Boom. No. That was just boom, not the other one. You Wally. (laughs) He can take it. Paul wrote his letter in Greek. I'm going to tell you why that's important in a minute. Okay? This is right near the beginning of the letter that he wrote. He wrote about Jesus. He said, Jesus was shown with great power to be the Son of God by being raised from death. Now, here's the thing. Son of God is a really interesting little phrase. It's an interesting word because what Son of God can mean is king. It's another way of saying that Jesus is the king. Son of God was something that a lot of Jews in the first century talked about, and they understood it was referring to someone who would be a king. And so Paul is saying that with great power, Jesus was shown to be the king by being raised from the dead. Now here's the bit about Greek. The word, can you see power? See, it says, show me great power. The word for power that Paul used in Greek is dunamē. And dunamē means, anyone got any guesses? It's quite like one of our words in English, dynamite. It's where the word dynamite comes from, dunamē. You can see where this is going now, can't you? So Paul is writing to his friends in Rome And he's telling them that Jesus was shown with great power to be king by being raised from from death. And what he means is Jesus is king. Kaboom! Yes, that was awesome. Jesus became king on the cross on Good Friday. That was his coronation. They put the crown on his head the robe on him, and they mocked him, and they laughed at him because they thought he's not a real king, but he's the the proper king. He became king on the cross on Good Friday, but he was proved to be the king explosively by his resurrection on Easter Sunday. Kaboom! You're getting the hang of this now. It's good. Are you keeping up, Chris? Nice. 
Now, here's the thing. Jesus' enemies didn't believe that he was the king. They didn't believe that at all. Jesus' friends thought that he was the king, but they thought that he was going to be a king like all other kind of kings or rulers who fight battles. Now, Jesus did actually fight a battle, but it wasn't a battle with swords or spears or anything. It was a battle against death and darkness and evil and unforgiveness and sickness and sin and violence and hatred and anger. You can't beat those things with swords and spears or guns and bombs, can you? doesn't work. Jesus beat them by dying. The king beat those things by dying. How did he do that? Well, Jesus carried them all with him to the cross on purpose. He chose to because he loved God and he loved us. He took them all to the cross so that they all had to die with him on the cross. Now, the message of Easter Sunday, the news that God raised Jesus from the dead, is like dynamite. Kaboom! <laughs> nice. Jesus became king on the cross. When God raised him from the dead, it proved that Jesus had won. Kaboom! (laughs) 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 When we tell people that Jesus was raised from the dead, do you know what? The same power, the same dynamite, is working through us. Just like it did for the first Christians, they couldn't stop talking about Easter because they had learned that when they spoke about Jesus being raised from the dead, it was God's dynamite and it did stuff and it changed stuff. Not everybody changed. Some people laughed. Some people thought, that's stupid. People don't get raised from the dead. When they die, they get buried and worms eat them. Some people, though, believed and their lives were turned upside down. When we tell people that Jesus was raised from the dead, the same power, the same dynamite of God is at work through us. Kaboom. Ah, I caught you out. Ah, I caught you out by doing the quiet, 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 kaboom. Ah. Kaboom, thank you. When we tell people that Jesus is king and that God raised him from the dead and that he has beaten death and darkness and sin and sickness and anger and hatred and unforgiveness, all that yucky, rubbish stuff, God's power is at work even if we only speak in a little voice. Thank you. And when you and I, when we trust and follow Jesus, 
that same power is working in our lives too. It's amazing, isn't it? We say yes to believing Jesus was raised from the dead and something powerful happens in our hearts, in our lives. Now, you know, don't get the wrong idea. When you believe in Jesus, you don't blow up because that would be weird. Come to church and we will detonate you with TNT. It doesn't really work like that, does it? But the power of God that works through the announcement of Jesus' resurrection changes our lives makes us more like Jesus and spreads out into the world and changes things there too. Easter is not bunnies and eggs, harmless, trite little things that come and go. It is the dynamite of God. Happy Easter, everyone. Christ is risen. And all God's people said, kaboom. We're going to have some lovely Easter refreshments now. There's Bucks Fizz, and there are nice sweet things to eat that will make your children go crazy for the rest of the day. And then crash really badly this evening. Um, so go and enjoy and, uh, and talk to one another and fellowship with one another. That's such a religious word. Uh, hang out and talk and share your lives and faith and things like that. Listen, if you wouldn't think of yourself as a Christian and you wandered in here because you thought it was the religious thing to do was to go to church on Sunday, please come and talk to me. I'd love to have a conversation with you. I'd like to know what makes Christianity appealing and appalling for you. So please come and talk to me. Um, I'd love to get to know you. Have a great day. And remember, it's not eggs and bunnies. It's dynamite on Easter.